new crew, NYC, in Brooklyn, still here. All right, what up, what up, what up? It's your girl, Josina Anderson, host of The Crew. It's episode 29, and we have another special show for you again today. We are at the conference championship level of the NFL. And of course, to talk about his Cowboys not even being a part of the festivities, Clarence Hill from the Star-Telegram coming up to join us. And we have a special guest. What's this? One of our former co-hosts from the inaugural season of The Crew, Derek Augustine, back in the building, y'all. And you might have heard the headlines over the weekend. Ed Reed, supposedly the head coach, the new head coach of Bethune-Cookman. Now, not the head coach, Roland Martin, founder of the Black Star Network, coming on the show to talk about that controversy. Ed Reed was just on his show the other day. Without further delay, first, I want to let you know you can find a podcast download the odyssey app on your phone you can get it there or wherever you get your pods or if you want to watch it on youtube go to thecrewnyc.com the url is thecrewnyc.com it'll take you right there if you put it in your search bar but without further delay let's go to the crew call All right. Well, look who's in the building. Wait a minute. Let's put you full screen. Is Whoa, that Eric Augustine? Got, got the full screen. Oh, man. I, I thought he had to go profession. That ain't no way he's in Oh, wait a minute. And also, what's that, Derek? A red light in the background? Can you can that's you my, like That's that? my sexy time light, you know, when oh. the ladies come over. Oh. Okay. Is, is it working for you? It's, it, it, it gives me, yeah, it brings good luck. And <laughs> an abundance. The only reason why it's still on now because they ain't left from last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And you know we got Fred Smoot in the building with his coffee. You know uh, he's getting ready to go when he's got that mug filled up. What's going on, Fred? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just here to, you know, I'm, I'm here to bring some guys down, you know, more shit nut. And I'm here to pick some guys up like Clam here. Right, so at the end of the day, I'm here for, to bring everybody together like but That's why I'm here. Oh, okay. I, I, hey, after them picks last week, I'm surprised you together. Them picks you had last week. Well, I only got I only got one wrong. I only got the Eagles in the in the Giants wrong. Isn't it crazy? You pick mm-hmm. all home dogs. I mean all road dogs. I, I, listen, listen. I, I, I picked out a motion. Y'all had me emotionally shook <laughs> last week. I, 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 I. Uh-huh. Every road team last week. Road dog. Anyways, Clarence, what's up, y'all? Are, are you back from San Francisco? Oh, Santa Clara, sorry. I'm back from San Francisco, Santa Clara. I'm mm-hmm. back home in Dallas, and mm-hmm. I'm on the couch. Yes. Like you may be back physically, but you're back mentally. Have you recovered from the situation? Listen, it's, I, I've been covering this team since 1996. It's been the same story. So you're used to it. It is. Well, it, it seems like in, it seems like in San Francisco, they not only beat the team up, beat the trainers up, and the janitor. It looked like they beat the media up too, because you like they choked you out out there in San Francisco. Oh, no. you can't you Anyways, we're gonna talk about it in headlines. My check is the same. My check is the same. Anyways. <laughs> All right.
right, so let's talk about it. Four teams are left standing in the National Football League for your conference championships coming up this weekend. They are, watch this, the Bengals beat up the Bills. The Chiefs, the game that I was at, the Jaguars tried to hang in there, but uh, they wasted a golden opportunity with uh, Patrick Mahomes getting hurt. The Eagles, Morris's Eagles are in. Good Lord, we have to withstand oh that old gate smile again. And the 49ers with Brock Purdy trying to be the first rookie in the Super Bowl is still in the building. Y'all, what are your first reactions to this? Uh, go ahead, Morris. Well, okay, so my first reaction to this, I mean, Fred, you were just absolutely wrong last week, man. You picked like four road dogs. Um, but it's good you showed up today, brother. I'm glad you were able to overcome that and show up. You um, picked the Giants so, over the Eagles, Fred? Well, you know what? I was doing it. I was doing it. I was doing it. I was doing it, Derek, despite Maury. All right? That's why I was okay. doing it. Now, now okay. I did believe that the Bills was going down. I believed that the Bills was going down. Okay. I knew it was going to be an uphill task for Dallas. I just thought they was ready for it. Okay. So at the end of the day, I really just picked because at the end of the day, anybody can pick the clear winner. They really was a better team than New York. You forgot about Jacksonville. Why'd you pick them? Uh, Cause the prince that was promised was playing Trevor Lawrence, and I thought he had a <laughs> Okay, all right, all right, Clarence. You know your your Cowboys. There was so much talk this season. Jerry Jones went all in. He went with T. Y. Hilton. Left OBJ on the couch when Let's he should have brought OBJ. OBJ. I texted you last night. You needed. Oh, and by the way, everybody OBJ got hurt. on y'all for letting go of Amari Cooper. What is going on again with your Cowboys? What's going on again is the same thing that's gone on for the last 27 years. They're at home for the NFC Championship game. And, you know, that, you know, Old Yeller dies. I've seen this movie before. Old Yeller dies. There's my, I don't remember Old Yeller, but Old Yeller dies. Okay. I'm saying hey, GA's too young for that. He's, I don't, I don't know, know what Old Yeller is, man. I got a red, old red right here. Old Yeller dies. Hey, uh -huh. it, it, it is what it is. They, you know, they, they didn't have what it took in, in San Francisco. Certainly, um, you know, I don't know. You know, losing Amari Cooper, letting him go, certainly was a big factor. They chased, you know, that receiver having the other weapon the entire season, and they didn't get it done. You look at that game. They throw, try to throw the ball to C.D. Lamb, and they had nobody else. Michael Gallup had zero catches in that game. Okay, hold up, hold up. No, I'm sorry. I got, I got to come in here because, <laughs> because here's what it is with 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 the Cowboy fans, oh, right? Mm, mm. You, guys, you guys will have a bad game. Then you guys will have a game that comes out to where everything is clicking. Dak is on fire. He's throwing to this dude. He's throwing touchdowns to the water boy, to the park attendant. And y'all like, hey, yeah, we're going to the bowl. But then as soon as y'all lose, it's, well, he didn't have this and he didn't have that. Yeah. Is it Clarence? Certainly. We, we've been talking about these things all season, which is why she brought up Odell Beckham. There's not a – it's not a secret they were looking for extra weapons. You know, sometimes I mean, they won 12 games. They got over it. But it was the thing that's been their problem all season is, was their problem, you know, in the final game. They needed help. They needed extra weapons outside. Certainly Dak has been mistake-prone all season and throwing interceptions all season. It was back to doing that again on Sunday. You know, you can't win a close game, playoff game, giving the ball away twice. Hey, how about how about y'all stop paying regular dudes top five money? All right, Smith, the offensive lineman, is making top five money. He regular. All right, the, the Lawrence is making top five defensive end money. He regular. All right, so everybody else, that, that is my guy. I love that. Lawrence, Lawrence he's making top five money, and Lawrence he ain't top making, five. 
Lawrence and 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 Tyron Smith are not making top five money. They made top five money ten years ago. They're not making. No, top they five. made top five money two years ago, and right now, Lawrence is sixth, and Tron Smith is fifth. He's fifth in, in when it comes to payment for Whoa. offensive linemen. Whoa! The, the bottom line is came with facts. Tyron Smith signed yeah. a contract ten years ago. Okay, and he played it like. His, 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 money, <laughs> his money is not the issue. Uh, he was hurt all year. That, that his play, his money, is, is certainly not the issue. But what, Clarence, what about Zeke? Uh, Zeke is paid number one running back money. He ain't even the number one on his team. Well, you, Zeke's guaranteed money runs out after this year, right, Clarence? I mean, those old deals, man. What are you? I mean, we, we talking about this year, Zeke. That had nothing to do with what's going on and what happened. Oh, it had nothing to do with losing to Mari Cooper because you're paying all these guys top five money. It had nothing to do with it. They could have paid him Mark Cooper. They chose not to. They were mad because he didn't get the shot. Mm. They were mad. Okay, so then let me let me ask you this, They could have paid him Mark Cooper. Let me let me ask you this, Clarence. So, no. considering everything that we've been talking about all year, what we've been talking about right now, what do you think the Cowboys need to do to make it to the dance next year? Go to the M at the NFL. Because your owner was crying after the game. Uh, when go to the was all, he was almost in tears. Yes, Sean we've Payton. Been, we, we've been talking about next year for the last 27 years. Everything we talk about at the end of the season, <laughs> you know, I mean, what they need to do, they, they need help at receiver. They need help at cornerback. I mean, they, the bottom line is you got to do it. I mean, nothing is promised. You know, look at the bills. You know, everybody said they're ready to take the next step. Until you take the next step, you ain't done it. And you okay, know, but I, I hold, hold on. So after the game, uh, you were in the media throng. All of y'all were asking Jerry Jones if you're going to keep Mike McCarthy. He said he's keeping Mike McCarthy. Is is that is that the right is that the right answer? I mean, a man was 12 and five in the past two years. Mike I'm just McCarthy asking you. You ain't been yet. out the division I mean, round. I'm not is, is certainly the, the coaching staff. Players got to play. I mean, players got to oh, step up at God. some point. You you gotta see champions. What was that final play, Terrence? Where where he got rolled over? What was that final play? The final play <laughs> that had nothing to do with it. That was an eighty yard. Uh, that had nothing to do with that. Let's not even trip on that. I, I'm just okay. okay. So look, players gotta play. So what player or players do you put the most blame on for the loss and where the Cowboys are? I mean, the bottom line is the quarterback. You, you, the quarterback has mm. to step up to the moment. The Cowboys felt. They had any edge. They had the most experienced quarterback. Certainly, you look at you look at the quarterback play between Dak and Brock Purdy. That was supposed to be their edge in that game. Mm-hmm. Dak made mistakes. Their quarterback didn't, or the Cowboys didn't catch his mistakes. I mean, Trevon Diggs had a, had a guilt. Yeah, did, yeah. You yeah. know, but but Dak cannot turn the ball over in big games like that. He has to be a better decision maker. You're the franchise quarterback. You make forty million dollars for a reason. You cannot make mistakes in those moments. So uh, I want to get I want to get reactions to the Bills uh, and Chiefs. I don't know if you guys saw Stephon Diggs on Twitter last night. Obviously, a lot of people were making uh, a lot to do about Stephon Diggs kind of going off or showing his frustration rather uh, 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 to Josh Allen while he was on the sidelines. And he came on Twitter and say, "Would you rather me be good with losing and all these other things?" And then Eli Apple uh came on and retweeted stefan diggs last night and said one two three cancun wow so yes, I, just, I, I, I love just wanted to know what y'all thought about all this first of all when it comes to wide receivers in the nfl uh sensitive thugs need a hug and i'm here to hug all of them in the end of the day we, we know we, we know how emotionally driven the diva wide receiver is and that's why i love terry mclaurin ain't an ounce of diva in him he just shows up he plays ball don't care who the quarterback is and that's the difference step 
Von Diggs has showed you many times, as good as I am talently, I am emotionally combustible. And it can happen at any time. Like, see, this is what happened at this time of the year. The best players go to the Pro Bowl. The best teams go to the Super Bowl. And that's mm. the difference. Fred, okay, Fred with the quote. Fred with the quote. He had four receptions for 35 yards, although it was 10 targets. But there were times that people, I guess, on Twitter felt like Josh wasn't looking Stephon's way. He had 10 targets. I'm just saying what people <laughs> said. Did targets. I say I said that? I just said there were times people said that on Twitter. That's all I was saying. They needed to run the ball. They needed to run the ball. That was the problem. Stephon Diggs is not the problem. Buffalo refuses to run the ball. And when you can't run the ball when it get cold, this is the best way to beat Patrick Mahomes. Keep him on the sideline. And you do that with a running game. I right, And the Buffalo Beatles haven't established a running game. Now and you put everything on Josh Allen and you put everything on Stephon Diggs and they, they can't do it for 18 games. They just can't. Listen, I agree with everything Fred said except for the fact he always try to bring everything back to the Commodores. Man, ain't nobody worried about your players. You all want to put to your players and what your team doing. Hey, so, hey we can watch also, also, Let's go to the sports bar and watch the game together this week. Come on, man. I got you, Mars. Well, what's also true is Buffalo's another team that needed another weapon outside. They were looking at Odell Beckham. They were looking mm. to add to their receiving court. Mm. They brought in Cole Beasley out, out of two retirements. <laughs> <laughs> they did not have any other help outside. And yeah. Fred is right. They don't have a running game. That's that, Their biggest need is getting a running back, getting a running game to help uh, Josh Allen and, and uh, Diggs on the outside. They didn't have a running game. Well, all three teams that were pursuing Odell, the Giants, the Bills, and the Cowboys, all lost. I just wanted to, you know, point that out. But still carrying his water. No, I'm just pointing out facts. Is, 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 is what I said factual? Is what I said factual? Oh, okay, 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 okay. But but Fred, you had mentioned that uh, they're not running the ball, but do they have the talent to 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 make Sean McDermott want to run the ball? Devin Singletary six carries for 24 yards. James Cook five. Carries for 13 rushing yards. Uh, James Cook can run the ball. Singletary can run the ball. When, when Dayball left and went to New York, two things happened. The time that they used to run the ball was removed from the team because he was the reason they ran it. And the one thing that Dayball can do, he is a quarterback whisperer. When he is around, Josh Allen don't turn the ball over. He goes to New York and now Daniel Dimes got a nickname and don't turn the ball over. And still ain't no coincidence. At the mm. end of the day, coaching is everything. Mm. So, uh, oh, 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 go okay. ahead, Morris. Go ahead, Morris. Fred, Fred, I mean, man, you say some good stuff. Then you have to end it with coaching is everything. It's, it's everything. everything. It's a lot of things. Now, it's I know you down there with the Commodores. I like your coach, too. But the players yeah. got to have some accountability, Fred. Uh, let me tell you something, Ricky. When it comes to this time of the year, <laughs> when it comes to this time of the year, it's, co it's like chess. Everybody got the players on the board. You're not here at this time of the year unless you got a good quarterback, unless you got a good offensive line, unless you got good players. Now, where are the coaches going to move the chess pieces? This is what made Belichick so masterful. This time of the year belonged to him. Right now, we're going to see what the coaches got. Because uh, you don't get this far with that great coaching. Look, you don't. Look, look, look. Dave Ball is a great coach. They ain't got no chess pieces right now on the Giants. The only chess piece they got was Saquon Barkley. That uh, was Tim Rideau, Danny Dimes, they got some players. Jalen Smith, what are you talking about? On offense, who else is on offense other than, um, yeah. other than Saquon? Oh. 
Well, let's get a coach. Well, get a coach props for making it to the playoffs. What I'm saying to you is your point. I'm giving him props, but you still need players. He can be the best coach in size player. He can be a master chess player. If he ain't got the chess pieces, it's not going down. Well, I'm okay, sorry. Okay. Everybody didn't do a Harry Roseman and go get every damn body that was available. All right, that's what y'all did. Y'all won the offseason with the GM. Fred is Howie Roseman. You've been eating too many corner the cob from the cornfield, bro. There's Howie Roseman. Excuse me, California vegan. And the quiet part is the Eagles got more draft picks to get better. So, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I wanted yeah, to ask y'all this, too. though, because we're definitely going to get to you here, Derek, because I, I know there's something that you want to say, but it also kind of pertains to you as well because you also have a defensive head coach. So my, before we get to, to, to you on that, Derek, I also wanted to just ask quickly, because I saw people talking about this on Twitter, with the Bills having a defensive head coach and the defensive head coach is kind of going down. Do, do, do the Bills need to reconsider Head coach, should they be the ones to be thinking about Sean Payton to, to groom and help take Josh Allen to the next level? Oh, did I make y'all stump? Oh, I, I thought you were addressing the question. I thought you were Go ahead, Derek. Oh man, look, I'm, I'm here to talk about my Saints. I don't care about no bills. Oh, no, <laughs> we're gonna, goddamn bills. <laughs> we gonna get to we gonna get to your rant in a second, Morris. Go ahead. Look, look, look. There's going to be a lot of people after Sean Payton, only one team is going to get him. So, you know, you got to be careful about what you let walk out the door because that, that you know, that prom queen shit may not be walking in the door. Everybody wants Sean Payton. Look. But the question is, step. do the defensive head coaches, is the gap getting wider between the offensive head coaches right now and the defensive head coaches? You're looking at... Listen, uh, if I'm running a billion-dollar organization and the most important um, player on the team is a quarterback... And I know that if I bring in an offensive coordinator, he may leave and get a head coaching job. I may want to consider having a head coach, a head coach that's offensive oriented. I never think you. I never thought Morris Chestnut would be a follower, but get on in line with everybody else. Last time I checked, the best head coach of all time is a defensive coach in Belichick. Like then you got Parcells and the rest of them. Yes, it's right now the hot commodity. Okay. The hot commodity is an offensive coach, but a leader. I don't care if you're a special team guy like Harbaugh in Baltimore. It's a leader is what you need, and I can get you an offensive coordinator. I, I agree with that, Fred, but it, it, it hurts the consistency time and time again of the quarterback. Look, Dayball uh, left. You see uh, Allen regress. He goes to the Giants. You see uh, Jones, his game, in, 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 uh, his game gets better. You know, you can't argue with the facts. The facts are the facts, Fred. And the facts are that, that Sean Payton has done no more than, than, than Mike McCarthy. Oh, Lord. Why are you always coming with the I mean, let, let's be honest about this. I that's mean, the facts. You know, Sean Payton is a hot name because he's out there, but, but I, we don't have true breeds. What has he done? Hey, for first of all, don't forget, if you get John Payton, you're going to have to give up a first-round draft pick just to acquire him. So that's going to set you back just a tad bit. And speaking of prom date, don't Sean Payton kind of stink and reeks of the prom date that you took? She was the finest girl in school. Seven years later, she fat as hell. That, that's what I feel like. Oh, my God. I don't even know what that's supposed to say. What is that supposed to say? Are you, I he might not be who he was. Like Clay said, he won with Drew Brees. He ain't won with nobody else. 
Okay, well, Bill Belichick ain't, ain't ain't in the playoffs without Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, he won a whole twenty years. Belichick got six of them, though. Uh, yeah. Six? You understand? Not enough anyway, hands for a dream. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something, though. Let's go back. Real talk. Real talk. When we talk about Belichick, the first couple Super Bowls he won was because it was a defensive league, and he won on the defensive end. You know, he, he was he was stifling Peyton Manning every time they met in the playoffs, and then they were winning on defense. The first couple mm-hmm. of years. The game has changed right now to favor the offense. You know mm-hmm. that, Fred. No, it ain't. The 49ers are showing you defense rule the world. Cash rules everything the 49ers, around. The 49ers are in the top five in offense and defense. What you talking no, about? No, no, no. The 49ers defense is the reason they win. It ain't winning because of no fun. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. Fred, they win it because Fred, they destroy you. No score, no win. It's Fred, simply. a rookie quarterback that's been averaging know, 30 He points. doesn't have to win games. He, he's never playing from behind. Games. Y'all ain't got to yell. We hear listen, you. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, listen. I mm-hmm. want to go back. I want to see if Fred can play with a soft helmet. Because <laughs> he, <laughs> them helmets no, hit time in the head, Fred. Marcy's right, though. I mean, Brock Purdy's done well, but he's not asked to win games. Okay. Never. Never. Strength, no. The defense is the strength of that team. Okay? Yeah. No, he's listen, not asked listen, to score listen. points I'm, and win games. They have to hand the ball off and make and take care of the ball. And take care of the ball. That defense, the 49ers are a defensive led team. I'm have you seen that ball. law firm? I'm have you seen the law firm of Warner, Greenlaw, and Tafunga? Because if you go to that law firm, you're going to jail. You understand? I'm not denying that they are a defensive team. Of course they are. They have the number one defense in the league. But what you guys, what I'm trying to get you guys to see is their offense has played a major role in how they well, perform. No they have a top five offense. They have a system. They have no a doubt. Coach. No doubt. They have yeah. a great. They, they have that big thing. Chris McCaffrey. That you know had Debo Samuel. That difference makers on offense. But that they have, have a Bowl, team. they have a Pro Bowl player at every position. Yes, yeah. and they are a defense led team that's controlled the ball. We're gonna run and play good okay. defense, and when we have a chance to make plays, we gonna make the play. That's all they do. Five okay. The okay. top five in offense and, de- and defense. First of all, I, I, we have some things to still get in here before we get Roland Martin coming in here to talk about Ed Reed and what happened with Bethune-Cookman and Deion Sanders paving the way with certain things that he's doing and whether they are actually going to get Ed Reed to come back. So we're going to talk about those things in a second. But first, I got a little beat. We're going to – Derek, I'm coming to you. But Morris, first <laughs> I got I got a little beat with Morris because my What's one that? of my friends called me from Philly last night and let me know that Morris is in the Eagles hype video. And then I had to go to the Eagles Twitter page to listen to you with your little silky Teddy Pendergrass voice yes, underneath yours, the Eagles yours. hype video with Don Staley and somebody else. I don't know yeah, what's wow. going on. So, so oh, oh, by the lose. way, by they the way, lose. fans out there, Morris Chestnut is showing his pearly white at the game. So you want to talk about uh, you doing the hype video and uh, and and your plans to come from the West listen, to the East? Morris? Listen, mm. listen, listen. I'm I'm very uh, I'm very upfront with the fact that I'm an Eagles fan. Oh I'm my God. <laughs> I know it bothers a lot of people on this on on this uh, podcast, but we're wait we're having a good season right now. Hopefully, mm. it continues after for the next two games. I mean, mm. there's nothing you know you can't ask for much more than what we've done. It's been a great season. Jalen Hurts has been playing well. Defense has been playing well. And, you know, we'll see what happens these next two games. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, 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 well, you still could have told me because, but I see it's got a million views on Twitter. I My did bad. peep okay, it. I'll let you know. I did I peep it. 
Okay, well, you and Derek are, are terrible when it comes to being in your state and going to lunch with them. But that's another story. Derek, I got to come to you. All right, we're going to get to rolling here in a second for our crew huddle. But the reason why Derek Augustine is on, first of all, tell us what our recent projects you were doing really quickly. And then, and well, you know what? Let's talk about your Saints first. Let's talk about the Saints. You called me the other day and said that, that what? You're disowning your team? You're disowning your Whoa. team? Why? Let me what? let me explain myself now. Oh, All Lord. right. Mm-hmm. Come on, I can't baby. wait till the, the Saints start baby. winning and I can have a hype video like more. That's what I can. <laughs> Go ahead, Derek. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> Look, man. Sean Payton built a winning culture in the Saints for over a decade, <laughs> and Dennis Allen walk his behind and uh, and destroy that legacy in one year. Mm. You know what? I, I'm, I'm a Saints fan, and I had to, I had to, watch, I had to think about what I was going to say when I come on the show because I don't want the, the Saints to disown me as a fan. <laughs> so all I'm going to say is, if they lose three games, mm. it, it, the first three games next year, I'm, I, I can't do it no more, Josina. I can't do it no more, man. Come to the Commanders. We come on. We got room on the band. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just, I'm just not going to watch football until the Saints get good again. <laughs> as an as a investor, as an investor of my team, as a, I, I buy tickets, I buy apparel, yes. I buy NFL ticket to watch these fools. I can't do it no more, uh, Morris. So I need to return my there. investment. You know what? You know what? And, and and I hear you because I know there's been years and years of trauma. You know, you guys have won a Super Bowl. Um, and just like y'all, ain't Super Bowl, so don't act like y'all plural, ain't Super Bowl, loser. Hurry up, go ahead, yes, Morris. We've been going to playoffs, but my question to you is this, Derek. I mean, is it is last season really a fair indication of what Allen can do? Because you had a very unstable quarterback situation, you had Andy Dalton, who you know, he hasn't mm-hmm. been a, 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 a quality starter in a long time. And Jameis was getting hurt. You know, Drew retired. So do you do you think last season was fair to really judge Allen on? Because you balled well, this, out in a few games. This is how I how, how I assess that. Is right. When Sean Payton, Sean Payton last year, he was what nine and seven, nine and eight with the same problems that we have now. We had quarterback issues. People were getting hurt. We had the, the COVID the COVID uh, situation. And Sean Payton still walked out there with uh, uh, with a, a, um, a winning, um, you know, yeah. with, with a winning yeah. record. Dennis Allen, we had more weapons. We tightened up our defense, and from the jump, he got rid of CD uh, uh, Chauncey Garnett uh, yeah. Johnson. Right, yeah. he traded away our our, uh, our pick to uh, to move up and, and draft uh, Trevor Penning, who's been hurt, you know, the, the whole year. So from the jump, he's just haven't been making great decisions. Mm. And our offense have been stagnant. And then now we're keeping uh, uh, Carmichael, who, who was probably the, <laughs> I just. Why are you mad at the OC? Okay, go ahead. Because our, our offense was so stagnant and we still had weapons. We, you couldn't you couldn't use uh, Elvin Kamara right. You know what I'm saying? When James finally got got um, got healthy enough to play, you don't want to play him. You want to you want to keep in the red rifle, which he played good, but it was no explosive plays. And that's what you need to win in the league. I'm sorry. So Derek, so your Saints are on notice. 
your Saints are on notice. You are officially giving them three games next season before you revoke your membership. Is that I don't understand how a team with a coach is so bad. You just read y'all been bad for decades. Uh, y'all been bad got, for decades. Y'all finally got one ring, and we welcome y'all to the Super Bowl group. Me and Clarence, the only multiple Super Bowl winning teams on here. You and Morris should not jump ship ever. You understand? I'm not we jumping ship, Fred. I'm not jumping ship. I'm not, not joking. Yet. I'm, I'm going to take not a break. Yet. That's all okay. I'm doing, Sarit. I'm taking well, a break. I mean, last, I mean, last time either of y'all won Super Bowl, I had hair. So I ain't want to hear about <laughs> y'all winning Super Bowl. There wasn't even cell phones. Because <laughs> first of all, Morris, Morris, when y'all won the Super Bowl, you still had hair under your arm. <laughs> don't you still have hair? So it don't matter. Okay, lastly, lastly, Derek, before I let you go, because I, I appreciate you waking up on the West Coast and all that other stuff, and um, I know you want to get back to sleep. Just lastly, quickly, tell us what your most recent project is and where we can find you. You know, me and Morris on uh, All American together. You know, that's right, saying? that's right. You I can find it on the CW, game. Netflix. Uh, <laughs> ah. so, yeah, yeah. I that's that's the most recent. I wasn't you know sure because I saw you on Instagram asking if you should model again. So I, I didn't know if you was going back to your shea butter commercial. I saw you lubing up your pectoral Alice Major. So I wasn't <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Judging from the red light, maybe a porno going on up there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Nah, man, I'm not going against my morals and values, man. Come on. Whatever. Anyway, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you for popping in and letting us know about your Saints. Hopefully, uh, they will do better next season and maybe find a different quarterback. But right now, that's what it is. So we appreciate you coming on. Thank you, DA. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate y'all. All right, all Morris, right, you know what? I hope y'all equals lose. It's all good. <laughs> hey, man, see you at, see you at Mardi Gras, brother. Yeah, all right, for sure, all right, all right. Bye, DA. Appreciate y'all. All right, coming up next, we got Roland Martin to talk about Bethune Cookman and the latest controversy going on there with Ed Reed not being the head coach anymore. Let's go to Huddle, folks. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. We got the general, the governor, the ambassador in the building, Roland Martin, founder of the Black Star Network. What's popping, Roland? All good. How we doing? Man, hey, you know we what? what see, when I hear the name Roland Martin, it's already implied that he's gonna be unfiltered. So I appreciate <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, that's all right. That's all right. Hey Roland, where so so where are you joining us from? Are you in are you in Texas? No, no, no. I'm in uh, Virginia, uh, my home okay. studio, my, my, my home studio. So uh, we, okay. of course, have our studios downtown D.C. on Black okay. Lives Matter Plaza. So I got also a home studio as well. So you, you know how I do. Yes, we know. And and speaking of how you do, we want to give all props to Roland, you know, doing the, the Black Star Network, being the founder of that, being the leader for Black Voices and Black mm -hmm. News in the, uh, in the media. We appreciate you. So we definitely show our deference and give you your uh, a proper props, Roland. No doubt, no doubt. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Is, is, right. is, 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 uh, is Chill still there? I'm uh, right here, sir. Listen to I, watching I, I, you. I'm looking I, for your ascot. I, I just, no, no, no. I, I have the ascot on the show. I did hear your previous conversation. I do need to remind Chill that one of his children wasn't even born the last time Cowboys won something. I'm just saying. And I and I don't know, and I don't know, I don't know why Fred talking. Y'all so bad, y'all have to change y'all name. <laughs> Roland, 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 first of all, Roland, who you representing? 
Texans. The Texans. He's right, Texans. Let, let, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me be perfectly clear. Unlike your previous guest, I don't jump off bandwagons. But here's what I do know. Both y'all sitting y'all ass on the couch with us right now. No, 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 no. Who is us? Make it clear who us is. First of all, I'm. What does this say? <laughs> wait, wait, let me tell you. About, let me tell you something about that, Dean. You might as well turn your TV off. Ain't, ain't, ain't nothing to watch in Houston. Ain't nothing to watch. You know, basketball, no football, no tennis, nothing in Houston. Did you go to the Dexter Manley School of TV? Uh, not at all. Wow. Not at all. So, Fred, 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 why are you talking? Let me remind you who the World Series champs, Houston Astros. Oh, 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 oh Fred, 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 but you know what? We better Fred, keep them garbage cans from around you. We better keep them garbage cans from around you. And don't Fred, forget, Fred. I live in the district of champions. The Fred. Nationals not so far won. The Mystics Fred. them won. Oh, let we got championships up here too now. Fred, let me ask you a question. Y'all went from beating us in the World Series to being last. That's what happened. That's what happened to We went from World Series to World Series. Mm. You might want to go ahead and take. You might want to go ahead and take. No, no, no. I give you y'all props. The Houston Astros do their jobs. The Houston Rockets been rebuilding long as Wakanda been getting built. No, I, the the no, Houston no, Texans. Y'all just hide. Y'all just find Lovey Smith for having the best beard in football because he damn sure did his job. Y'all think, Fred? Mm. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's just be real clear. The Rockets. Mm -hmm. uh, James Harden completely blew up the Rockets with his shenanigans. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, Coach Silas, we are rebuilding. You got Coach John Lucas there as well. But mm -hmm. let me be real clear. Mm -hmm. Your Wizards suck. So be quiet. I ain't no Wizard. I ain't no Wizard. I'm a Laker. My Lakers suck too. Oh, so oh, 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 okay. Right. Uh -huh. so here's yes. my fundamental problem. Yes. See, I'm straight yes. Houston. Yes. Rockets, Texans, yes. Astros. But yes. when you got Negroes like, oh, no, I'm going to rep this, but I'm a Laker. I'm going to rep this. I'm a, I'm a 49er. Nah. Oh. Don't be repping the DMV and now yes. you're trying to go to L.A. I take, on, I, I take on everything DMV. I have been very clear about this. But I've been here for 20 years. I ain't never seen a damn wizard walk in the street. Not Harry Potter, <laughs> nobody else. So at the end of the day, I cheer for everybody in the area. But when it I, comes to basketball, I, I am a Laker. I've been here since 2010. I ain't cheering for nobody here. Why? Because you are outlaw. That's how you I'm like it. You like to come outside the line. Okay, Yo, all Zina, right. Yes, yes, Yo, Zina, yes, do me a yes, favor. Yes. Call yes. your favorite uh, pharmacist and send that boy some Xanax. I will go to CVS and get him some. But let's, let's right. get to the topic, which is, uh, listen, I was on your Twitter, uh, Roland, and I saw your exclusive interview with Ed Reed. We know uh, originally he had put an announcement on his Twitter saying that he was going to become the head coach of Bethune-Cookman. And then there was a, another announcement, surprisingly, following that, saying that he was not going to be the head coach. So can you tell us the latest as to what you understand based on your interview, yeah. exclusive interview with Ed, as to why that is the case? Well, it wasn't just Ed. I also had an exclusive interview with the interim president, Dr. Drake, mm -hmm. and he came on and he said he made the decision. Uh, he said that uh, the uh, Christian school that were uh, the, the things that he said, uh, he cited um, one of the videos that was posted, uh, music uh, and, and, and the language that was in, in one of those videos. He felt that uh, his behavior uh, was inappropriate, even though he was not uh, even uh, had been certified and had a signed contract to be the head football coach. And, <clears throat> and while I was interviewing Drake, mm. Ed was texting me and Ed said, bring me on with him. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I did bring him on with him uh, mm-hmm. because when you when you normally when you agree to an interview, you lay out what the conditions are. But when Drake finished, I had him on for about 30 minutes. Then I brought Ed on mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it was highly emotional. He was uh, he said what was being said about uh, him was a lie. He talked about the conditions. Uh, mm-hmm. He had particular animus uh, for athletic director and former NBA great Reggie Theus, uh, mm-hmm. calling him mm-hmm. evil, calling him evil. Uh, and so, uh, but then, uh, and all of a sudden, while I'm interviewing Ed, there was, was a brother who was there supporting Ed, Roe Parrish, then he joined the interview uh, mm. and talked about what Ed had been going through. At, at different points, Ed started crying in, uh, in, the, in, the, in the interview, talking mm. about how, uh, how it was all about the children. He was still, mm-hmm. he's still in Daytona. Uh, because mm-hmm. there were about nine or ten players that he had recruited uh, who were there and trying to figure out what happens mm-hmm. with the next. Talked about the amount of money that he put in. But also he broke some news, said that he said that he was offered and turned down the head coaching jobs at Grambling and Jackson State. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a whole lot that was that, that was happening uh, in that. Uh, and, and then, of course, the president during his interview. Uh, you know, he said, you know, Roller, you've been on our campus before. I welcome you to come back. I said, well, I'm glad you extended the invitation. I said, mm-hmm. I will come next week to do a town hall with you, the board, and your students and alumni. Uh, let's see if they uh, follow through with that. But it doesn't matter because uh, I've already got some other locations. So I still will be doing a town hall, a two-hour town hall in Daytona Beach uh, regarding what's happening mm-hmm. in the Bethune-Cookman because the issues there, they go way beyond what's happening with Ed Reed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, 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 they've had major issues for more than a decade, financial issues, a lawsuit going on right now with the former alumni association and the board chair. Uh, it's, it's all kind of drama. And at the end of the day, when, mm-hmm. when the president says, hey, these are our conditions. We do have locker rooms. Uh, no players aren't, aren't washing their own clothes. But then I had three players come on after Ed to explain what they go through. So we got opportunity here from the president, Ed Reed, three actual players, the head of the former alumni association. Uh, I've got folks emailing me uh, left and right. Uh, former Miss Bethune Cookman wants to come on, uh, talk mm-hmm. about what's going on. So a lot of a lot of folks have been reaching out, saying they are unhappy with leadership, uh, and they're saying that what Ed Reed did was light a match and really give folks uh, the freedom to now speak out publicly. The students had a rally on yesterday. Uh, I saw that protesting on the uh, campus. It's a whole lot that is happening uh, there uh, at the university that needs to be addressed. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, um, Fred. Uh, Let me ask you this, and you know this, for to be a catalyst of change, the first thing you have to do, that's why I love what Dion did in my hometown of Jackson, Mississippi. From the time he touched down on campus, he brought attention. He knew I can't go against the president unless I got the people behind me. And I think Ed Reed tried to take that same approach. Let me bring attention to the things I won't change. And if the president is going against that saying what it ain't, don't that make it harder for change to be ushered in? Well, so here's the deal. There are a number of people. Uh, who have said that how Ed did what he did was wrong, meaning the tone um, uh, that he took. Um, there are others who say absolutely that, he, that he's a passionate brother, uh, and, but the reality is he was trying to become an employee of the university, uh, but then he was not fully an employee of the university. Uh, and so it, it, it's one of those, it, 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 I guess, and, and the reason I, I, I get that I've run three black newspapers. 
This is my 13th Black-owned media project. Mm. And I took over the nation's most venerable Black newspaper, the Chicago Defender, Mm -hmm. that had been in awful condition, had lost money for 20 consecutive years. Mm -hmm. And the approach that I took, I could have come in guns blazing, but I still got to run the place. I still have to build uh, a relationship with the folks who work there. I had people on the inside who were trying to get me fired because they didn't like me coming in making changes. But I had the backing of the board as well as the CEO. And so there is a way for you to do it. It is apologized for what he did. I think he realizes uh, that um, that but that that coming out guns blazing was not the way to create the change. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so and, and that's an issue. Um, uh, Roe Parrish, when he came on, he said that, hey, uh, we want to extend an olive branch. Uh, but then I had folks who were watching and were saying, yeah, but you still lighten the university up. You still call the president a liar. You're calling Richard Thee as evil. So how so how so how do you balance that? Mm. Um, and so mm-hmm. it is it is something important to say how you try to create change, mm. how you have to make change, because re- re- the, the reality is. He's not the board chair or the president. So, so when you're the top dog, there, there are different things that you can do. And so the lesson here is how you approach something. This may be one of those things where you got to bite your lip until you sign the contract, mm. until you're in the building. Mm. And now I'm walking in, laying out what my plan of action is. Mm. But the benefit of what Ed has done um, again, the passion and and, and the righteous anger it has now given other BCU students and alumni say, saying, hey, now we can speak up. Now it's time for us to speak up. So he lit a match that hopefully will lead to changes. The question is, yeah, will you if a student saying this is a problem, this is a problem, this is a problem. And call attention to this. Will it get fixed? If it does, then it's a positive, even though he's he, I, I doubt I don't think for a second they're going to bring him back. I just okay. don't, I, 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 I don't think for a second. I, I think it is mm, it is it, it, it's been way too much going on. And so now the question is, um, mm. you know, will there be another HBCU or other school that reaches out to Ed? He oh, has the passion. He has the passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I was counseling Ed, mm-hmm. I would I. I, I I would offer to Ed, mm-hmm. um, and, and I've talked to him, but I, and we had a very good conversation a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. I would offer him a a a, a different way of exp- of expressing it and saying, "You you want to fix it, but you still have got to do it in a way where you don't completely alienate those." Who mm-hmm. actually are your bosses? All right, let me let Morris ask oh. you a question here. Go ahead, Morris. Well, that was that was my thing. I was mm-hmm. going to see. I was uh, I was curious as if uh, once everything the dust is settled with everything that you said, Ed has realized that he's probably approached this a little uh, differently than he should have. Um, has there been an apology? Yeah. Has yeah. there been any attempts to go forward? To get yeah. No, he apologized. He apologized actually uh, last week. He apologized. He posted on the social. He said last night, he said, hey, I apologize. He said, I shouldn't have. He said, you know, he, he laid it all out. Uh, but he's still. And, and again, and it is. And I totally get it. I totally get it. And, and, and I need people to understand the first time I got paid as a journalist was at a black newspaper, the Houston Defender. And 
I chose to commit my career to black owned media. I could I could easily be kicking it in mainstream media, but I wanted to rebuild black owned media institutions. And yeah. So I get where it is. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, I mm-hmm. can tell you, I mean, the Chicago Defender was awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about furnace didn't work, dirt all over the place. Um, <laughs> frankly, incompetent staff, incompetent mm-hmm. leadership, mm-hmm. awful financials. I mean, I can go on and on and on. But what, However. I, but what I didn't do was, I didn't go to hell off publicly. What right. I said is, I'm about to fix this. So, Clarence, you got a question? Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, I got a question, a statement, but I, I watched the entire show last night. And mm-hmm. uh, Roland, it was, it was a great job. You presented both sides. Just my quick takeaways. I don't trust the president. You know, and I, I Roland, you know, brought out both sides. And, you know, he's saying one thing. You got Ed and the students saying another. And and he's trying to protect some. You got alumni saying uh, another thing. Uh I just want to commend Roland for presenting both sides and putting it out there so people can see because it was a great show, uh, something that no one else is doing, no one else has done. He's been doing that on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Uh, Ed Reed, I love his passion, but he has to channel it. I mean, mm. to be a leader, to talk in front of people, to, to communicate your points, he's too passionate, too emotional. Right, right. And people, and, and first of all, the passion has to be there. Yeah, has to be there. But in order to create the change, you're still working within a system that you don't fully control. (laughs) So the point I'm making is I've seen every level of condition. Mm -hmm. Top of the game, Spellman, Hampton, all the way to the bottom. I've seen it all. I've I've seen the president's runoff uh, for financial impropriety. Mm -hmm. I've seen folks go to jail. Of the former band director at Southern University went to federal prison for taking two hundred plus thousand dollars uh, that was supposed to go to the school. I've seen it cover it all, but you still, when you have a vision, mm-hmm. you have to have a vision, maintain, maintain your your focus, and when it pisses you off, your deal has to be: this is pissing me off, but I'm about to flip this. And at and what that, point is the black community? Do we start to hold people viable and accountable and for their jobs and that they're planning to do? And, and, and I, when I say I watch it happen, like I said, I'm from Jackson, Mississippi, born from nothing, seen it all. But at the end of the day, right. when you want to rebuild a house, some houses need to be towed completely down. Some right. still got good foundations to it. Everything I hear coming out of Bethune Cookman, it needs to be towed all the way down and rebuilt here, from but, the but stud. Here, but here's the deal, though. Mm-hmm. I can't tear something down unless I own it. All right. No, no, but, but, but the point is though, if I don't have the legal authority to tear it down to rebuild, I can't. And well, I think that Ed obviously, you know, sounds like he has had some reflection on the situation. Um, I, he didn't have a script going in outside of probably watching, you know, some of the few coaches that have done it, you know, before. But um, and I did see some articles about, you know, them talking about it. But I hear you rolling. You don't think that, um, you know, he's going to come back really quickly. Uh, Morris and Clarence, I just want to see. Do you have any uh, final comments that you just want to say to Roland with regards to this topic? Go ahead. Morris. Well, no, I, I just I completely I completely completely understand where Roland's coming from. I mean, you have to, you have to operate within the framework, within the system mm-hmm. in order to be effective uh, and to, to get, to accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. And it feels like it's unfortunate because like you say, 
uh, clearly Ed had the passion and he had the desire. It's just the initial, his initial uh, way of going about it kind of just tarnished the whole situation. And, and look, he said, look, man, they were lying to me. And I look, I've been there. But, but, but again, it's it, if when, when you want to do it for the kids, you're, <laughs> you, you still have to go, all right, your ass lied to me. I'm going to deal with you later. All right, go ahead, Clarence. Real quick, uh, Roland. You know, I, I, you know, I've been following the story. I know Roland Paris really well, and and certainly, uh, they talked about Shaq and some billionaires who are committing money who would commit money to Ed in the program, but they're not going to commit it now that Ed is gone. If it's about the kids, can you mm. talk about why they wouldn't commit to the program? Well, yeah. Well, and that's very simple. Well, here's the deal: the university, Dr. Drake said that ten years ago, the uh, the alumni giving of Bethune Cookman was about 11 or 12%, which is actually above the national average um, for all universities. Right. He, then it went down to 1%. He said, well, it was because black wealth went down. I was like, no, 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 bro. You no, don't go from, I said, you don't go from 12% giving down to mm -hmm. 1% because black folks are making less money. No, mm -hmm. people stop giving when they don't have faith in how their money is going to be used. Mm -hmm. And so the rally is, and, and, and I, I get your point, but when somebody gives, people don't give. Let me just be very clear. People do not give because of the cause. Because if, no, people give because of the leadership. Mm -hmm. Show me any institution where subscriptions went up, where donors giving went up. It was because of the leadership, because the leadership has cast a vision that those folks say, I can believe in that. I believe in you and you will do the right thing with my resources. So therefore, here it is. And so, yes, uh, Ed confirmed last night that Shaq had called him a bunch mm. of other guys. Uh, yeah, he confirmed that. There were other people. Uh, Ed told me there was a millionaire who, who drove from Maryland, who drove yep. down mm -hmm. uh, in the parking lot. It was like, who this dude with Maryland place? Walked up to him and the guy said, hey, man, you came to my school. Uh, you inspired us. I'm now a millionaire. I own some businesses. Whatever you need, I got you. Ed said, well, the first thing I need, I, we've got to pick this trash up. Homeboy said, done. Went out and got some crew and started picking up trash. So he was attracting those level of people. It's not going to happen now. Now the issue is, who the hell wants the job? Well, well, first of all, Roland, I, I would just say this because I know you've already said that you uh, don't think that there's any way that Ed Reed is going to come back. But, you know, for me, it's never too late to do the right thing. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, if, and if we're supposed to have patience and all these things that you've been underlining. Uh, or Roland, or the president saying, well, Christian University, do you say forgiveness? But uh, but there are a lot. Of, but but I've heard folks are saying, again, I, I think it has been so contentious. Yeah, I, I think so. What? It, so it, what? So, but, so have so have grace. That's how you, you get have grace. No, 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 no. You we have, have to look for the failures of the people at the top. First of all, we wouldn't be talking about this if the people at the top were doing their damn job from the beginning. Evidently, something is broken. So yeah, when we can't leave it stink, but we can't yeah. leave it stink. That's the whole right. point. Right. 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 If, if y'all listen to the president, there's no way that you can't put the genie back in the bottle. There's no way they can go back. I mean, why? But why? Why can't they put the genie back in the bottle, Clarence? 
It's just people. It's just humans. What? Why? Because they feel threat. They feel like somebody's gonna check their authority. Somebody's gonna uh, cross those T's and dot those no. I's and bring attention don't of other eyes. Hey, Roland, don't y'all have TD Jakes in, in in Texas? Don't come come up there well, no, and, look, and, and got, maybe look, re center some people. First of all, you, first of all, you ain't gotta go to Texas. Uh, mm. You got. You got uh, uh, you got Rudy McKissick. You got a bunch of preachers uh, who are there in Florida. That's the, first of all. Remember, this is a school that well, gets. Is a bishop. They, they, no, ahead. but you understand. This is a this is a school that gets annual funding from the United Methodist Church. Right. Mm. Okay, so this is the, they, they are affiliated uh, with the United Methodist Church because that was that was a merger of the so the Cookman part of Bethune Cookman was a UMC UMC school. I'm just really? talking about inserting themselves in the heat no. of the discussion right no, now. No, no. First of all, ain't, no, ain't nobody. Listen, listen. Mm -hmm. When there's a fire mm -hmm. that's raging, mm -hmm. you don't walk in unless you're a fireman. Mm -hmm. So, because you don't know, it, this thing is all over. That's mm -hmm. why I said I'll bring my show to Bethune. I'll bring my show to Daytona Beach. Let's put all the people together and have the conversation because the president admitted. They should be having more dialogue with students. I'm like, dude, you got students. He said, well, what they, he literally said, what they're showing you is not mold, it's mildew. And the students were like, mildew mold is just here. <laughs> so, right. it's, it's, so it's all of that. And but 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 right, right. Chill is right. It's it, look, it, it's not happening. I I I think well, that's a disappointment. When, and when that's, you that's reach terrible. a point, when you reach a point where you make a decision, no, you're not coming here. You don't go back on that. My suggestion, if Ed wants to coach at the HBCU, Ed should take the plan that he was putting together. And then if a school calls and say, this is what I'm going to bring. Because the goal is to get the job done. That's the goal. Well, listen, I appreciate that. I appreciate you coming on and, uh, and illuminating this topic. We like to have fun and talk about the games and 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 make multiple bold, wrong predictions like Fred Smoot and Morris Chestnut. But at times, we also have to make time to have these important discussions, particularly right, right. that impact, you know, the black community. So, Roland, we appreciate having you come on and highlight this uh, excellent, exclusive interview with multiple people surrounding the uh, Bethune-Cookman situation. So, bravo, well done, not only on the interview, but everything that you're building as an institution as well, well. back at tonight uh, again 6 to 8 p.m rolling mark unfiltered download the black star network app go to our youtube channel i got more stuff uh that we're gonna have from bethune cookman today actually all week uh so uh we're not getting off the store well rolling i want to say this i used to live in houston right off of westheimer right by the galleria uh, mall so i know a lot uh, are you still going on about Houston? Is it the Lakers? No, I, Houston or the no, I know a lot about Houston, okay. and they are the home of the non-champion. <laughs> hold no, up, no. hold up. Rock has got Rock, Rock has got back to back. Astros got two. Boy, you better sit down. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. The, the Nationals, the Mystics, are uh, we the Capitals? We up here doing what they do. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Who won the first three WNBA titles? Houston Commons. Fred, sit your ass down. Fred, take a seat. Fred, the Rockets last won a title long before. When did y'all win y'all last title? What year was that? Don't forget I'm a Laker. Don't forget that. No, no, no. When did the Commanders win the Redskins win their last title? The same time as Houston never won. The last time y'all won a title, ready for the world was wearing curls. Sit down. And, and right. guess what? The last time y'all won one, we lived on Mars, which is never, never, ever, ever. <laughs> Fred, anyway, Fred, yes. Fred, Fred, you can't mess with H Town.
Plus, first of all, again, we'll run circles around you. Yes. But the bottom line is here. Let me know when your nationals come out of the bot the basement because mm -hmm. we ain't at the basement. We've been to the world championship game. I'm glad you're bringing up baseball. That seemed to be the only sport you want to talk, but that's no, fine. I, I, I can talk about all of it. I can talk about all, all of right, it. All right, you two. All but right, even, you your, even your Lakers yes. suck. Yes. Uh, uh, don't worry about it. Just get me and you a show together. Let's do even, this baby. Even hey. your Lakers suck. Hey, hey listen. We, gonna, we let Roland have the last word because he is the guest. Roland, we appreciate you. You did assassinate Fred. We'll give you that. That's Josina, Josina, thanks for yeah. calling. Uh, yeah. Fred, just do me a favor. Turn your damn phone horizontal. This is television. <laughs> <laughs> we I, 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 I like the little taller, Roland. I like the little taller. Try to tell him. All right, bro. Right. We appreciate you. Have a good day. Okay. You're the All right, so that was a great interview from Roland Martin. We appreciate him coming on. Before I get your predictions, and I don't know what y'all going to say for this, hopefully it's right, I did want to show you something really quickly before we peace out, is that uh, it is Paris Fashion Week right now in France, and there have been some interesting outfits coming on Instagram and Twitter as a result. You know, this yeah, is... I, I saw your outfit on Sunday, too. Oh, shut your yeah, mouth. Yeah, I thought you was in Paris. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I had on a cape. Yeah, cheese I, colors on. I'm like, listen, I had on a cape. Don't be whatever, yeah, whatever. Okay. I thought she was in, hey, I thought she was in Wakanda, Clarence. I ain't know where she was. <laughs> Wakanda. Anyways, here's the picture right here, y'all. Can y'all see this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's Kylie Jenner wearing um a, a not a real lion's head as a part of her garment. I don't know how to pronounce the designer. It's like Schiaparelli or Schiaparelli. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce it. So y'all, I'm gonna butcher it. And then that's yeah. Doja Cat uh, donning thirty thousand. Uh, uh, Swarovski crystals that Pat McGrath, who is the, the black female owner of Pat McGrath makeup, uh, put it that all on her for that monochromatic look. Uh, what do what do y'all think about that, Fred? What's the problem? What's the problem? It, it totally looks like two Marvel characters. Like, I just want to be honest. Like, right now, fashion is whatever nobody else got the, the, the balls to wear. Like, how far are you willing to go? And that's what fashion is now. Mars, what you think? I, that's a good point. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I, I wonder how Peter feels about uh, the Kardashian outfit. I'm surprised they haven't spoken out on it. No, they have. Peter has spoke about oh, the live. Oh, okay. But it's not real. Go ahead, Clarence. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. She's trying to get me cast and coming to America or something. I'm just trying to figure out. <laughs> no. I, I actually yeah. don't mind the red <laughs> outfit from Doja Cat. I mean, obviously, this has garnered you more. She got a million views on your on your video for the Philadelphia Eagles, but this has been all over the place. So it served a purpose in the, terms of wide dissemination. The, what? Okay, well, let's, let's let's take it back to football. Did y'all see Diggs' outfit going to the game? Yes, we did with the little mop uh, knit cap on. Mm hmm. I actually didn't. Uh, which one, Trayvon Diggs? No, Stephon. No, Stephon. You got you got to go see Stephon Diggs. Look at Morris. Look at that. Hey, like that's when person. you knew. Player, that's when you knew he was ready to be a diva. You knew he was ready to be a diva when he walked in like that. Oh wow. Okay, I mean, you, you, you all right. It, it, was, it was almost as good as Jocena. Can we get Jocena's outfit up? Yeah, Jocena, she don't want to show it. Go to my Instagram. I was wearing I, I a massage like, hoodie what cape. Is going on? What do you mean? It's a it's a hood with a, a, a cape that turns into a scarf. Superhero wear capes. Superhero. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> we're moving on to the predictions. We're going to end the show. We got to go. So, uh, all right. So, in the AFC, you got the Bengals. 
versus the Chiefs in the NFC. We have Morris's Eagles versus the 49ers. Morris, are you going to pick with your head or are you going to pick with your heart, Morris? Listen, listen, listen. This is, is going to be a close game. Uh, and it's a tough game. Listen, it's, it's the 49ers. I'm just hoping that uh, that the rookie will show up and be a rookie and play like a rookie and we come out with the game. So I'm going to pick the Eagles. You're going to pick the Eagles. Even Eagles. after you've seen the way the defense came out on Clarence's Cowboys. Well, I mean, we have a, we, we you know, we, we, we have a kind of like a nice little defense over there too. I mean, you know, we did lead the league in sacks. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we have Linbell, Joseph, Big Boy Davis. Yeah, we have some people to stop the run. Mm -hmm. Sue, mm -hmm. you know, Fletcher Cox. So hopefully we can stop this run, put them in long pa uh, uh, passing situations. And mm -hmm. defense comes up. That's what well, you know the great thing about it. The Shanahan's are going to look at one commander's team and see how we beat the Eagles. And that was running the ball, <laughs> playing great defense. So they're going to, in turn, run the ball and play good defense. And that's how you beat these guys. And they are not going to drop back and pass the ball 30 times. So you're not going to get your 10 sacks a game. All right, they're going to pound the ball, keep Jalen Hurts on the sideline. And I see it now. I had a dream about it three weeks ago. Y'all remember 1992? It was uh, the 49ers and the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. Y'all remember that game? I think we're going to get a replay of that game and they're going to do what the Commanders did and they're going to dictate that game and so the Eagles Fred, will be at home with us. So you're picking the 49ers, Fred? I'm picking the 49ers. Okay, and Clarence, who are you picking? I said we just go NFC right now. I'm picking the I'm picking the Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles. I mean, mm. uh, I think they have what it takes to get to the recorder, but they won't drop interceptions. Uh, the Eagles have enough weapons outside to make it happen. Listen, you're not living on borrowed time anymore. It's your time now, Morris. Mm. Eagles gonna win this. Mm. Hopefully, man. Thank you. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Okay, hey. and then and then the AFC we have the Chiefs. And Joe Burrow's Bengals. We saw Eli Apple puffing on a cigar in the locker room, getting grown and everything. Morris, make take your time. Take your time. Well, well, no, no, this this is not gonna take too much time. We oh. have a hobbled, <laughs> we have a hobbled Patrick Mahomes oh, okay. and a healthy Patrick Mahomes. I believe has lost the last three times in his team, including last year in the in the in the title game. Mm. I'm going with the Bengals. Oh, okay, uh, Fred. You go to the jungle, you get ate up. I'm sorry. Joe Burrow is one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the league right now. Jamar Chase, wow. his brother-in-law, could be the best wide receiver. It is the best wide receiving core. I'm going Cincinnati Bengals. It's not even close. Wow. Clarence, are you going to make this unanimous, or are you going to show Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs some respect? I love that Texas boy. Love Patrick Mahomes, but one-legged Patrick Mahomes is not going to be enough against Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. This dude here is he, he's I thought it was he, 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 He's the man. I mean, and with that receiving court with Chase, with Higgins, they won't be stopped. I, I picked them to beat the Bengals. I also have them winning the Super Bowl. Okay. Oh, you have you have the who winning the Super Bowl? Cincinnati Bengals. You Burrow. have the Bengals winning the Super Joe Bowl. Fred, is that Bowl. is that your Super Bowl pick? That's my Super Bowl pick right now. I do have the Cincinnati. They will be eating Cincinnati wow, chili Morris. all over America, wow, baby. Morris. That's the Skyline Chili. Skyline Chili. It's going to be a tall. It's going to be a tall order to to stop Joe Burrow. I would love for the Eagles to get the opportunity. I believe the the Bengals are missing three offensive linemen. And, and it don't matter. 
They where, don't where talk about Let me ask you this. I love Bengals. Big Play Slay. I, I love Big Play Slay. That's my dude, Mississippi State. But but Big Play Slay one on one with Jamar Chase, who you got? All right. No, 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 no. I'm just asking question. Yes or no? Higgins one on one with Bradbury. Who you got? Bradbury? Are you crazy? All right, that's fine. Y'all number three corner. One-on-one with Boyd in the inside. Who you got? If Avante Maddox is back, because we didn't put him on the IR, you know. It was a fifth. We'll be drunk. All right, check this out. But wait, Fred, 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 you play football. You understand this. We can run four. We can rush four. We lead the league in sacks. We had we had three players. No did, you players. See, did you just see J- uh, J- uh, Joe Burrow get the ball out of his hand? He don't care. He doesn't care. He gets the ball out so quick. Okay, so, so, okay, so tell, remind me again who, who who's rushing for Buffalo? Tell me who Nobody. the athlete is. Right John, John tell you what, Joe Mixon and P. Ryan run the ball down hill. Have you checked them lately? That's Have you checked Joe Mixon? That's what we want you to do. What? Y'all the worst running team. Y'all the worst running team left in the. Uh, I mean, what a run defense left in the playoff. Y'all are. That's fine. Listen, we'll see what happens. They got All the right. better linebackers. They got the better D line. Yes or no? No. Oh, oh. So. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Listen. Y'all are not y'all are not gonna agree. Y'all are not but gonna agree. But Fred, all... we have four players with ten plus sacks. Okay, they, cool. they got the defensive player of the year. All right, Ooh. okay. Well, listen, Bosa. That's okay. one. Okay, y'all we, have have all, pro, we have an all-pro lineman, and they got an all-pro linebacker. They got a Pro Bowl linebacker sitting beside him. Listen, please, y'all please. will go on and on and on and on. Meanwhile, the sun is setting in the east. We appreciate <laughs> we appreciate y'all coming through and uh Roland Martin, very good conversation on Bethune Cookman. Hey, put that uh, coffee down, Fred. Put that coffee down. Pretty much. No, ro- ro- hey, Roland got my blood pressure high. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate Derek Augustine coming on and, and hopefully his Saints will recover next season. Clarence, we appreciate you coming on and showing your face after your Cowboys made another early exit. For Fred Smoot and Morris Chestnut, I am Josephine Anderson, and we are Peace. <laughs>